Hi, everyone. Uh, this is uh, Yi Chen, and uh, you can see Linda is also with us today. Uh, you know, she's my uh, favorite uh, co-host. <laughs> so, hey, Linda, how are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. We've had a lot of rain, but I think um, it's part of the process of having to go inward no matter what. Yeah, wonderful. So, uh, yes, uh, Linda requested this. Uh, no, she didn't request it. Uh, she suggested that uh, we should do this uh, video, Zoom video, uh, before I, I go back to Taiwan, which is two days from now. I'm so excited, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, it's kind of interesting that uh, we tried to set up the time. Actually, uh, I think this conversation started about two weeks ago and we did it. We tried to schedule one time and didn't work out. And then second time, and you know, three times a charm, you know, that's what happened today. So, yeah, so I'm so glad that uh, we can do this tonight and then share with you, so. Well, and being Friday the 13th, the first Friday the 13th in the new year. Yes. There are no yes. accidents. Yeah, there's no accidents because uh, we were going to do this, that was, I think it was Tuesday. Oh no, actually it was Wednesday. Right. And then uh, Wednesday about five o'clock and Linda just uh, called me and she said, I've been waiting for this, this call to call you about two, three hours now. I thought I just call you and I don't feel like, uh, feel like doing today. And I said, that's fine, you know? And so we just postponed it. And then uh, that that evening, after I closed my shop, I went to a Starbucks as usual. Uh, <laughs> so I was sitting there, the guy sitting right next to me, usually he was there. So, uh, and then all of a sudden he said, do you know it's uh, Friday, it's the 13th. And I said, oh, okay, because uh, Friday of the 13th, you know, we always kind of uh, connect with the, uh, like a horror movie, those kind of thing. It's not a good number, but you know, uh, today we're going to make a change. So, but anyway, let me finish a story I was going I was going to share with you is that. So the next morning, which was yesterday, the Linda 6.46 p.m. and she sent me a text message. He said, she said, tomorrow, let's do it tomorrow. And when I saw that, I was like, oh, okay. So I, I, I got back to her and I say, well, Linda, let me share something with you. That, so I just share with her, you know, about this at 13. And then because I told her tomorrow, Friday is 13. And then when you when I saw your message that this is a dragon wheel, because we talk about this dragon wheel in Taiwan Puli. And then we also mentioned about 13 chakras. So that's why I think today is a perfect day and 13 and then the first 13 of uh, 2023. So yeah, Linda, would you have anything to share with us? Well, the other thing is, is that in Native American, 13 is 13 moons and it's actually very lucky. It's a yes. very lucky time in comparison to that hexy type of thing. You know, it's really, uh, 
the first time I went to a retreat at Stewart Springs, Charlie, the medicine man, had me stay in room 13 for that reason. So okay. I would get more of a blessing. So right. we're, get, we're getting more of a blessing by you talking about the Dragon uh, Medicine Wheel and going to Taiwan. And your journey there is really very magical. Yeah. And it's an important time. And it's so we can set the tone before you get there. And then once you come back, we can do another kind of catch up as to what actually happened. Cool. Yeah. I, I mean, uh, I don't really know what's going to happen and what's going on, you know, just like uh, Linda and I, we've been sharing with the people around us and friends and family that uh, we're going inward, you know, we're we are we are focused more on the connecting with the spiritual the spirit spirits and then just uh, follow their guidance and then so that way you know not much about outer world you know just uh, follow the uh, energy and then so we may not know what's going to happen the next day or next month but we just uh, you know go or what you're going to say tonight yeah, of course. I don't know what I'm going to say. <laughs> but, you know, anyway, Linda, really, uh, really good to see you, you know, even though we're like uh, five hours apart. <laughs> yeah, but this is what this new technology has really made things available in a different way. Yes. And also that we can share it, whether it be on YouTube or on your website or however, that you can share it with more people than if you and I were sitting in the living room talking, unless we had a camera and was, you know, actually doing a recording. Yes, yes. So yeah, if you can, if you can look at the the picture I share on the share screen, that this is actually the 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 uh, the autograph, the uh, the shape of the uh, dragon wheel, which also it's a medicine wheel that uh, a group of people that in Taiwan we built it like a. Uh, a little bit over four years now. We built it in back in 2018. And then uh, we talked about this about a few months ago, but then uh, I share with Linda is that, you know, worldwide there are some other medicine wheel uh, built, you know, around the same time we knew the one that we, the one that we already knew was uh, around the same time as the one in South France. And then uh, the group leader is Marlies. And uh, so back then I got the message from the spirit said that because those uh, medicine wheels built, continues to build, doesn't matter about the, the size of the medicine wheel, but these are needed for us to help the Mother Earth uh, ascend it to the 50, you know, 5D, uh, fifth dimension uh, vibration and frequencies. And they are like a light tower, they are like a power station, so they can hold the energy, receive the energy, connect the energy from, you know, all over the world. So uh, this project that uh, Linda and I, we we already kind of discussed already that this will be the project that we're going to do moving forward. I think we will have a better clear idea, you know, from from this moment on that uh, what is going to happen and what what 
what are we going to connect, who are we going to connect, and where are we going to connect? Yes. Well, Mother Earth needs it right now because of all the climate things and all the things going on in the world. And the more people that are involved with the medicine wheel, wherever it is, it could be Afghanistan, it could be, you know, because they're starving there. There's all of these challenges or Africa that is going through stuff. And if the medicine wheel was built there and it would help that area in every which way. So the more we're focused on this and I Ching has like a complete, what do I say? Relationship with the medicine wheel. And then my friend Marlo and Marlise, and then this Carly, I don't really know her, but her, I think her name's Carly Wood and then Sally Moon. There's lots of people that have been doing this individually. You know, they have their own groups. But now what we're hoping to do is at some point do a Zoom or something where we bring some of these people together so we can talk about it as to how we can be more effective worldwide. Yes, I that that's very true because, uh, you know, I'm so glad the, uh, I, I, uh, Last year, I started connected with uh, Linda, and she has been my uh, uh, support family, soul family, and then I mean it goes both way because we just right, lost, we uh, we both lost our uh, our love uh, of life uh, last year. No, the year before. Yeah, the year yeah, before. almost. Yeah. Well, but, and when you're yeah, saying that, that's the other thing when, that I was going to talk about is in my book the importance of a backup and we're being each other's backup yes. so that we can support each other in whatever growth that is and that's kind of a new term this medicine man i was involved with would always say to me and that's what i wrote in my book you're only as good as your backup and i i didn't really understand that in the beginning and of course like you're saying that we've lost some of our backup so now we're backing each other up yeah. because we had the backup and now as we progress in this new era whatever that means we kind of need that support so that you know you can be on stage and i can back you up or i can be on stage and you back me up or you know you say oh don't do that you know so that we can have that that flow because you know that we're only like i said we're only as good as our backup yes yes so yeah, we were talking about actually uh, the previous conversation that uh, Linda was sharing. At that moment, I got the goosebumps coming through, coming through, and I saw the uh, the uh, Australia, the uh, Ice Rock came through. You know, so when when Linda was uh, mentioned about when when she mentioned about the medicine wheel, you know, medicine man, uh, and other people that who were already working on this that uh the energy came through and i i i saw this uh ios rock and yeah i and remember i shared with you linda today that this morning one of my friends lives in uh, new mexico sandra she just uh for a long time she she haven't con con communicated with me and she sent me a, a text message this morning she was asking me how am i doing and then she also mentioned about uh the medicine wheel that she built there and she is going to expand it another like a firearms a spiral on the other side of the medicine wheel 
uh, once once she purchased the land. So you know, there's no coincidence, you know, that this is all coming together and happening like a just a people from out of nowhere they just send us the message or you know whatever these are all the confirmation to us you know that well today is the right day and then we're going to talk about medicine wheel and that's why you know the the energy coming through from everywhere so yeah that's great so why don't you talk a little bit about your trip what you do know about it <laughs> I do know about I'm going back to see my parents, my family, <laughs> because actually my, my dad was kind of pissed because he said, oh, can your boss just uh, let you come back <laughs> for a while? <laughs> because uh, Taku, uh, the, the, the shop that in Cupertino, the Taku, uh, the only, only uh, store outside of Taiwan, I'm the one running the shop by myself, you know. I'm, I take care of the customer walk-ins and I take care of the online orders. So I didn't, I didn't register that my dad would be pissed because <laughs> I have not been going back for three years, you know. Wow. But because right, uh, I think last year about October, Taiwan already kind of losing up about the uh, quarantine, those kind of uh, restrictions. So. People uh, has been been going back already, so I think this is a good time for me that to take a about take a two weeks vacation going back uh, for Chinese New Year, and of course to go back to see my bosses. And I also know that I need to go to a Dragon Wheel. You know, I think there are some energy or some uh, calibration or some uh, some. Uh, anchoring, I have to go back and do it and connect uh, closer, closely, and then see what happened because uh, uh, the Dragon Wheel is actually owned by our boss from Taku. They purchased the land and then we, they, uh, back in uh, 2018, a group of people would build it. So, you know, there's no, everything is connected, you know, the, the, Today I work for Taku is also because they came to my my uh, spiritual retreat in Maushasa back in August 2018. And that's how we connect. And one thing led to the other. So we have a Taku in the United States today. And then I'm here today to share with you, you know. So I'm very grateful for that. And then I have a support team from Maushasa, Linda, and then all the spirits, you know and so family so i'm very grateful for that and i'm excited to go back i've been so ready about two weeks ago <laughs> since two weeks ago so yeah but i think uh i'll just go with the flow and then see what happened and then we will definitely uh do an update once i come back and see what's going on and then because i think uh, it's more obvious to me that uh, this is a dragon medicine wheel thing project medicine wheel project need to uh, need to get out there and then connect more people and because mother earth really need it and also as uh, 
human human uh, as as us people on the mother earth uh, we also need to increase the vibration and frequencies yeah yeah the word that comes to mind as you're talking is i think we're taking um up the responsibility of being guardians yes guardians of the energy and of mother earth yes so that you know we can support people as as we're talking about the vibration because the last three years whether we sat and meditated and really concentrated on our vibration so many of us have raised our vibration unconsciously or consciously and now it's time to start doing some of the action steps like you and i've talked about yeah i i i uh 100 200% agree with you i think the uh like the last week or the week before I do the sound sharing, I talk about feeling the energy stuck slowly to kind of engaging and then moving, you know. Uh, I mean, it's not fully engaged yet, but you know, it takes some time to kind of slow start. And then then when you get into the momentum, you we, we, will, we can feel the uh, full force, yeah. So yeah, I think that's wonderful. Uh, so uh, I think I'll need to kind of uh, talk about this uh, dragon uh, dragon wheel that is on the screen. So people that they missed the earlier uh, session uh, we have on podcast, well, also they can get the information here, okay? Yeah, so, please. Yes, so, you know, I, I share with you that uh, my bosses, uh, they came to my spiritual retreat in Mount Shasta back in August, early August, 2018. And this medicine wheel, dragon wheel was built at the same year, about two months af afterward. So that's kind of interesting. It's like, a, you know, things mm -hmm. just happening and then uh, the spirit send them to me and then that's how we connect. And then at the beginning, the reason we we want to we want to um, build this medicine wheel because uh, we were also talking about connect this medicine wheel so the energy of from Taiwan can connect with the uh, the uh, medicine wheel on top of in on the mountain on Mount Shasta you know the mountain and then uh, the one that I took group there is that. You have to hike up about three, four hours to get to that uh, medicine wheel. And then the shape is uh, two circles. So if you see the, uh, the, the picture on the screen, and you look at the two circles from inside. It's a, the first circle inside is a traditional medicine wheel, four directions, mm -hmm. east, south, west, north. So you can see the first circle with the uh, four direction, four sections. And then second circle, between the first and the second circle, there are seven poles. So that, that represents seven rays of uh, sacred flame, seven days a week, seven chakras. So everything we related with seven also, you know, you can see from here. So at the beginning, we, would, we designed to do it that way because it will match the, uh, the one uh, in Mount Shasta. But then during the process, one of the uh, member from the group received a message from the universe that you have to expand it to a, another circle outside of you. 
and it's going to be 13 poles. So that's why we changed it immediately. And then that's why you see the 13, the three circles that you saw that in the picture right now. And then, then the, the universe also gave the name to, to, to be a dragon wheel because we do, we do have a, a lot of connection with the dragon wheels, uh, with the dragons, because not just in Western culture, in Oriental culture as well, very connected with it. So, and then because uh, uh, Chinese people, we talk about that we are the, uh, the uh, descendants of dragons. So that's why. When, when the spirit, when the universe gave this uh, dragon wheel, we right away, we take it, we took it. And then this will be the dragon wheel. But of course, it's part of a menacing wheel, just more, you know, more. So that's the, uh, that's how this uh, dragon wheel came from. Uh, and you can see the uh, outside the third circle, I actually did some uh, Google on the web, on the on the computer, on the internet, and then write down the uh, thirteen chakras, the name, and then the maybe you can see the name, and you you you'll be able to see know where the location is of this thirteen chakra. Yeah. Beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. So. So this is uh yeah this is uh, the the. I use a sketch sketchbook on iPad to draw to draw this uh, layout. You know, one day I just feel like I have to do it, and then it just came out like that. And I was so surprised anyway. But you know, every time I drew something, at the end I was I, I was just, I will be so happy, so satisfying, and then also so surprised because I never knew what what I was going to draw until the end, you know, so. Wow, that's yeah. beautiful. Thank you. So yeah, uh, anything you would like to share, Linda, while, you know, I share some some about, you know, the dragon wheel, medicine wheel. Well, I think, I think the way that you're explaining it this way makes such, it's, you're, you're doing a good teaching and you can feel the vibration of it. So that, uh, you know, not only is it a beautiful drawing, but it explains it as to the traditions of the regular medicine wheel and then going out to number seven and then going out to all the chakras. That yeah. may, it makes complete sense. Yes, because I think uh, right now, because our vibration, Mother Earth's vibration has been constantly increasing mm -hmm. so the seven chakra that we the we probably all aware of it and then probably already work on it for for some time and then i think now is the time to expand our consciousness our limitation you know uh overcome the limitation that we think that we thought that we have and then you know, start connecting with the 13 chakras because uh, this will increase our vibration individually as well as helping the Mother Earth increase the vibration. And, uh, you know, we also know the uh, 
Mother Earth has the seven chakras as well. And we know for sure that Maushasa is the root chakra. So everything started from the base, from the root, you know. That's why uh, Linda lives in Maushasa for how many years? Since uh, I came up here the first time was in uh, 79 and I connected with Melchizedek, but I didn't move up here until 96. Okay. So, so but, but even at that, we had put, I was thinking of that today, we had put tobacco down and my mom and I lived the same distance apart because once we made the decision that we wanted to live here, then it was manifested and then we became more involved. Yes. So, yeah. So I'm also very connected with Mount Shasta because Mount Shasta changed my life. The first time I came to Mount Shasta was back in 2011, October, and just everything changed for greater good. So that that's wonderful. That's why we're, we're here today to share with you. Uh, I don't know how much more time do we have. <laughs> But I think uh, whatever we want to cover is pretty much, right? Right, right. Yeah. i yeah. just like to talk about that I today I paid my publisher for my book. And I, I the only thing I want to say, what I, I'm going to read it um, in the sense of, because when I first told somebody, I started this in 2015, and it's, it's moving through it. A suburban woman guides you on an adventure in spiritual mediumship, the Red Road, and meditation as a storyteller. Uh, at the time, I was living in the Bay Area. I had a beauty shop. I was very traditional. And then I started doing the Mount Shasta scene. So once I connected and like I Ching, I follow the signs. I'm really good at that. So the first thing I did was go to a sweat lodge, which I had no idea what that was. And I was absolutely sure that, you know, I would die or I'd be on the front page of the paper. So the first story is really about how I connected. And the other thing that I realized, okay, I started this in 2015 and I kind of took a big break, but I guess I had to live life more. And then last year I was absolutely motivated to get it done. And I had thought that I would do it more airy-fairy and I hadn't planned to use my name. I was using a name, Selena. And then I realized that it was my story and the challenges that I had with the spiritual road because the first sweat lodge I went to, it turned out to be a guy from Mount Shasta, but it was down in Turlock, California. And I was lost for five hours because it was night and there was no map quest. This was in, like I said, 1988. So that was should have been my first sign, but I didn't know that because whenever I'm lost, what ends up happening is it's going to be a huge change for me. Even today, if I get lost somewhere and I'm even lost a little while, I really understand now that life is going to change in some way. I'm either going to raise my vibration or do something. So as time went on, I followed the signs. And a lot of times it involved being lost and be involved what my Indian friend would say, if you get the green light, you have to go. And one of my friends was doing this big seminar with Drunvalo and Greg Braden and Tom Kenyon. And she had called me on a Wednesday and she said, if you come out to, to Jekyll Island, which is right by in Georgia, she said, I'll pay for everything. You just have to get here. And I said, well, let me pray on it. And so I prayed on it and I got the green light. So I made the reservations 
And then I spent a week with those people. And that's kind of the way it's been for me. And that's kind of what I wrote about. And you've got to risk it and jump in and do these things. So that was the thing that today I finally confirmed that I, I mean, I've been confirming it all year, but today I actually did it on Friday the 13th. So that's why I wanted to talk about it because I haven't really been talking about it because some things happened when I put the uh, chapters together and I did. And today I was sitting here reading it and I was kind of laughing because I had, a, I was very lucky. My first teacher, besides the Indian thing, was this uh, woman that uh, used to meditate with Yogananda in her living room. So she knew him real well. So she used to be a great storyteller and she'd always warn us in ways. And even as I was writing my book, I realized that some of her, her warnings really only hit me now. And I met her in 1975. So I finally understood some of her warnings because she'd tell these stories. And I thought, well, that's an interesting story, but it'll never happen to me. <laughs> and then, of course, it did. And uh, like I said, even as I was finishing it, I was realizing it was a different kind of thing. And she had contacted me after she died. And she gave me some of her medicine, so to speak. And Charlie's done that, too. So it, it took me a while to put it together because some of my stuff in it is sort of traumatizing as to how your spiritual path is and what goes on. And I, I can understand why I stopped because I really didn't want to share that intimacy of it and the challenges and the people, you know, and what goes on in this, in this spiritual world. It's not the airy fairy angels and mystical and all that. That's great. I have that too. But then there's this other shaman walk that is much more demanding. And, and I'm, I'm up for the, the challenge of it. Obviously, I've been doing it a long time. But I wanted to share that because even people, we, we, we haven't talked a lot about this, but in one of the chapters is going in the wilderness and it's really about recovery and it's about um, the challenges of that, you know, and what happens with people and what they have to go through and doing that because a lot of times um, up until recently, people didn't talk about their recovery. And, and how it had affected them and how they had made bad choices. And I didn't really do that, but other people that I support have, and I'm really good at supporting people in that kind of arena because our whole job is to get back and to heal the trauma and to be more intimate. And like I Ching and I, right away since we both were in this thing together, um, where we are now is the love the higher vibration but what that also means is the responsibility of being intimate and being honest mm -hmm. and you know exposing yourself and being vulnerable and i think that's really an important part as we move forward because we're only as good as our tribe and the people that that we're associating with and if people can't do that then that's okay too because it's just different for them so that's why I, I really wanted to get it out there and to talk about it because what I see um, is people are very hesitant. Um, I Ching lost somebody, I lost my mom, and I saw that people had trouble with grief and really wanted to, to avoid me or avoid talking about it. And, you know, we're here to support each other. I mean, not that we have to get a crying rag out, but just really just be be intimate and, you know, how are you doing today? You know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. So that's what I'm hoping that my book can really 
go across the board about meditation, about mediumship. I've had so many experiences. My first experience was I was a freshman in high school and my girlfriend came to me. She had died of leukemia. I never told anybody about it. She didn't materialize, but she talked to me every night for like two months. But I didn't talk about it till I was 40. Because in those days, if I talked about it, I would have been on medication. Mm-hmm. Because people really would not have understood. Because she didn't, she wasn't talking about angels. What she was talking about is the food she missed, her little brothers she missed, her mother she missed, and just being a kid and doing fun things. It wasn't a mystical conversation at all. Mm-hmm. But she, you know, she would relate to me because we did those things together. And then through the years, it's been much more complicated of people, you know, talking to me from the other side. And I've had that my whole life. And I think people need support around it, and especially when we went through COVID, because there was so much communication from the spirit world. Yeah. And I had people talking to me and saying, do you think I'm crazy? And I said, no, no, they're here to support us. We have a support team. So yeah, uh, Linda just shared uh, that she her book is going to be published soon, and then uh, we're so excited, you know. Uh, and then uh, you can see, you can you can read about her stories and her experiences, and also learn from there. You know, I think she will be a great teacher, a uh, mm-hmm. great uh, guidance, you know, great guides for uh, whoever uh, comes to her. You know, yeah, yeah. So well, thank I you. think, yeah, I think that would be wonderful. You know, uh, uh, looking forward to see your book printed yeah, out. See, the, see the cover and see the editing, because yeah. I didn't have anybody edit it yet, so I know it needs editing. <laughs> okay, yeah, but uh, very soon, you know, we're going to be able to see an order. Yes, yes, yes. So yeah, I thank think you. our time is almost. So that's good. Uh, I think we, we just cover whatever we want to cover today. Uh, so that's wonderful. So yeah, thank you uh, again, Linda, uh, to be my support and then to be here with us today. And then 13, you know, uh, 13 chakras. Uh, 13, today is 13. So that's what we are doing. Yeah, 13, 13 everything. Yeah, 13 everything, expansion, you know, that's good. Expansion. Yeah. Okay, okay, everybody. Thank you so much. Thank you, Yiching. Okay, thank you. Uh-huh. All right. So we'll see Beautiful. you next time. Yes.